Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Brian's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Issue 240, I'm Kaylin. Clark. And I'm Adam Casari. This week, Clark's back. Get yourself ready. Boy, are we excited. Miss Marvel has a second episode, and the penultimate episode of Obi-Wan was also released. We'll talk through it. If you've been listening to us this long, you know we've got issues, both comic and mental. And as always, we're going to end with plugging us, well, plugging me some daddy. Is it only you can stop forest fires? Only you can plug your Or daddies. only me can stop forest, forest fires. fires. Uh, let's kick this fucking thing off. Clark, where have you been and what have you been up to, baby? I don't know if we should have started with this. Anyways, I was in Ireland and... Um, I went to Slovenia as well. Part of it was just to see friends. Part of it was to see whether I kind of wanted to, if possible, move back there at some point in time. The answer was no. It just didn't feel like home anymore. Yeah, you fucking love that place. And well, it, it, it's, all my friends don't hang out with each other anymore. So it was oh. like I had to hang out with each other one separate. It just felt like, I don't know. It was like my in my back pocket like thing. And now I just kind of have nothing, which is kind of depressing and awful. <laughs> so half the trip was just like me being really bummed out. Aww. And now I'm super bummed out and shitty. Oh. And I don't know what I'm doing at all in well, general. We told all our fans, all two of them, that you started Excalibur. To our X Men, so hey, and also guess what? None of us know what the if fuck it was we're doing. just like if it was just like me and a bunch of Brazilian guys, because those <laughs> only ones who attracted me, and vice versa. That sounds great. It is very good. Okay, but, but it'd be would... an interesting team. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh my god, you it had a Brazilian a wax. It was a good time. It was a good time. All right, well you. But t- yeah, it was kind of shitty. I don't know what I'm doing. But anyway, so I well, also went to get comics, and the first thing I. The, fourth thing i did when i got out of um the airport in ireland was literally go to the comic shop that i used to go to in galway all the time nice and my favorite guy wasn't there anymore it was just some schmo so shout out to that guy who didn't know anything (laughs) about anything he's actually one of our most avid listeners yeah Yeah. bring him out he's here (laughs) he followed you back and so i went to slovenia um just i don't know why i was gonna say there weren't any brazilian guys in slovenia there was there were other other men in slovenia but anyways um, were they into you? They, That's the most they, important question. N- there was no comic store at all that had any like single issue comics, period. Oh. I would ask anybody and they'd be like, I don't know. And I asked like maybe five different bookstores and this kind of stuff. And I went to a place that was supposed to have them. It was also kind of a gay bar called something. I don't know. Oh. It with a P and they didn't have them. So Penis. I was like, well, fuck this place. Also, uh, I had a date with this one guy, and he said that they don't really do movies there either. Like, what? Mo- going to the movie theaters isn't a big thing there. And I'm like, this is not a place I can live. Do what? they watch There's, it at home? I, yeah, they watch Netflix and stuff is okay. what the answer was. Well, at least they like, consume content. But yeah, also, like, like, could idea. you believe not watching anything I, ever? I thought, I thought that was a universal thing, though, just going to the movie theater. That doesn't seem like it. So I, I Googled it last this week, and they, they're getting a new movie theater in like two weeks. Ah. That's a big one, but just the same. Yeah. It just all seems very strange. It, I do think it's very, it's very I, beautiful, and the food's amazing there. Theaters do seem very culturally specific because I, they, it's because in in general, the idea of the theaters that we have in America now are so American extravagant. But then there's also I know with what is it? Brett went to go see in Thailand. Thailand, Correct. they're like they're like yeah. goddamn palaces in right. Thailand, and they're big in India, obviously. Yep. Um, Dolly has a new one. When we watched the movie Tremors in the 90s movie with the worms. Yeah. Which when I was it a kid, just released there? which I was a kid <laughs> up until like five years ago, I thought was Dune. Oh my I god! Oh, that's right. Didn't know which movie was which because they both had sandworms in it. I love it. That's not wrong. That's not. But wrong. Anyways, it was fine. I mean, it was necessary to you know what was move the, a possibility from my life. What was the best 
moment you had on the trip or one of the best moments. Uh, I you told you that. I well, girl, a, you My friend told Sarah me. and I were asleep and I had my phone on my stomach and I had a dream, I guess, where something was on my stomach and I woke up and thought it was like a rat. So I threw my phone across the room in the most like aggressive, like fucking Frisbee-esque way possible and it slammed against the wall and I woke up and like yelled and, and then I... and then. It didn't break. I was very proud of myself. <laughs> and the next day, I thought it was a dream, and went over there to check again, and it still hadn't broken. I was like, "Okay, good." Oh, so you like thought you were like a dream within a dream. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought I thought the dream broken. was it not being broken, and yeah, it was. It was good. Well, well you heard it here first. Travel halfway across the world to throw your phone against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, we missed you, Clark, and we're really glad you're back. Yeah. Or at least Adam and I are. Brent and Ryan couldn't even make. They out actually, this podcast. they decided not to come. They told us that they didn't want to. Yeah. Well, this is gonna be a better podcast without those two idiots, there right? We go. A lot of graphic novels there, though. Oh, most of them are in Croatian, or well, most obviously Slovenian, but there was a few in Croatian as well. That's right. You shared a few, like you had like some Asterix and Tintin ones, bu- yeah, and I Dylan got an Dog. Asterisk one, uh, no, not Asterix. Uh, it was yeah, Tintin. I have in Slovenian. I haven't read any of these because literally I have to hold my phone with like the Google Translate dot, oh, like, thing gosh. open and like read through it. Yeah, there's one really crazy one. I don't know how to pronounce it. O K L E P A J. Um, that's like this fucked up turtle thing that like gets his whole body ripped off at some point. Yeah, it's, it's Okopage. Like I know Okopage. Do you? <laughs> no. By, by Izar Lunacek. <laughs> um, it looks fucking gorgeous and I yeah. need to read it for real, but you know, the whole shoving my phone on top of it thing. That is, sounds like the less ideal way of reading a comic. Yeah. We'll definitely post a bunch. Of, let's oh, post got, all your photos. <laughs> oh, that I, I do got a Calvin and Hobbes one um, that was, instead of like the attack of the killer snow goons, it's the Napad Mostrojnu Metlanu Mutnishnishn. Exactly. Oh, well, there you go. Snezikov. Yeah, we're we'll put these on our Insta so you can also I'll say my huh? feet my feet are <laughs> in I wish the picture I knew if anyone's them. interested. Well, well we've got some feet, fans who love your feet. Are in all those pictures, yeah. Yeah, make sure your feet are in every photo. <laughs> <laughs> we learned anything from the other two. Uh, can you imagine like our Instagram followers like double immediately because just of Clark's feet? We do need more feet photos on our Instagram. I'll be <laughs> I think so. All right. Well, speaking of feet, this is a terrible <laughs> transition. Uh, we've got See You Next TV, where we basically review every show on Disney Plus, or at least uh, Miss Marvel and Obi Wan. So ones we like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Miss Marvel episode two, uh, titled Crushed, uh, we get more of what it's like to be a Pakistani American with a wonderful Eid celebration, a realistic portrayal of a mosque, continued generational trauma from partition, and some bonding over classic Bollywood movies with a cutie patootie new love interest. So, Kamala saves a dumb boy from following his death, and what's... Uh, up with Kamran uh, and his mom. Kamran is the love interest, by the way, and his mom was in the back seat. Surprise. Surprise. I was like, were we supposed to know who she is? That's what I... Okay, good, because I got to the end of it, and then I was like, was this supposed to be a reveal that I cared about? It's kind of stepping back, like, a great second episode, good sophomore outing. I do think... I think the first episode just works so well as a pilot that I think this one was still really great. And I liked to your exactly what you're talking about the cultural experiences and, and infusing that. I did feel like some of the seams of it being a like, you know, it's another like startup story for a teenager. Like, yeah, they're going to have to deal with the same trope sometimes. But I do think they're handling it really well. Um, I do like the spin on where they're going with Cameron, Cameron. But I also just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, um. I completely agree with you. I think they're getting all the cultural stuff really well. And I so I texted a, a close friend of mine who is Pakistani American and he's got a like a teenage daughter. And I was like, can you ask her what she thinks? And he was like, let me text her. She's in London right now. And 
he was like, he sent me all these screenshots. She's obsessed. Oh, good. And like all her friends are obsessed. Yes. And they were talking about like the mosque experience. It was like, this is exactly yeah. it. It's because like, you know, obviously in mosques, like they, uh, women and men, like they, uh, they pray in different locations. And sometimes in certain mosques, like the men's like Far section is much yeah. more like, you know, extravagant and nicer. And the women's section is usually like, you know, kind of beat up. Um, so like all of that was really well done. And then like the stuff about partition is really, really important. I mean, like being South Asian myself, yeah. like that's super, like that's a lot of generational trauma. And the yeah. fact that they were talking about this in a Disney plus in a Marvel show, like it's unbelievable, but the superhero stuff is like, it's fine. It's a little paint by numbers. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, do you guys watch the second season of Russian doll? I, I didn't finish it. it. Yeah. I didn't finish it. I'm not going to spoil anything other than they deal with the generational trauma a lot in Ooh. it. Yeah, they yes. do. In, in the general conceit. immediately yeah. jumped back and forth between the two for me. Yeah. Oh, th- you're totally right on that se- uh, Cut sense. Cut my finger all up somehow. In Slovenia or here? <laughs> you heard here first. Travel my across. skin like, is cutting off. No, no. Oh, Clark, you look like you're from Poltergeist. You're just pulling your face apart in front of a mirror. <laughs> no, he's like Husk. Husk, you know, oh he's like Paige God. Guthrie. Instead from, it's just flesh coming off instead yeah. of like some sort of Why pop-up. am I not changing every time? Well, speaking of flesh coming off, damage control comes after our titular character. So what do you guys think of like the use of damage control thus far? Clearly, we've had the connection from... That one agent that was in uh, Spider-Man No yes. Way Home, and he's in this episode. He was in the uh, post-credit scene of the first, first episode, line. and now he's in this one. She was my favorite character from Orange is the New Black. I, oh, I talked about the that warden? last week. I love that I fucking love warden. I she's such a so funny much. actress. So she's like, what do you want? <laughs> she just looks so angry all the time. She's also great in uh, The Deuce. I don't know if you all have seen that no. show. The show about like the like, kind of the porn industry and about like sex workers in New York Times Square. Oh, I've and, heard of it. And she plays a uh, like basically like kind of an agent for porn stars. And she takes one of the main characters out to L.A. and... That she gets gang banged. Not the, not her, but the, the main character does. <laughs> I mean, not the agent. Yeah, that would you know, be a twist. Why not yeah. everybody? All right. So we get more hints about the bangle that's giving Ms. Marvel her powers. Do we think that Kamala's great grandmother Sana is a Cree and inhuman, or maybe another alien? <sighs> She's something. I don't. I don't think. Th- I mean, they could go any route, but I don't I think they're like gonna, they, they've already thrown the Inhumans aside, mostly except for the whole you know last moment of Illuminati. Yeah. 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 Illuminati. Uh, yeah. No, I I feel like. I feel like it's going to have to be career related because I feel like they're, I'd like it to be more, but I do feel like the audience is like, don't give me too many fucking alien races. Like, just pick the one that we all kind of know. Mm-hmm. We got what? Scrolls and we got Kree. Kree. Start there. Whatever they're like, oh, she was a Badoon. <laughs> like, what the, what the fuck would people say? Like, the Chitari, oh, they bring the Chitari right. back. Like, it just doesn't, nothing else Faceless seems to aliens. fit. And it, they're making such a strong connection to Miss Marvel. It almost feel weird to have to have them bond over being different alien species versus just being Cree or connected to Cree culture kind of thing. Um, be anything though. That's and then true. the episode had a bunch of little Easter eggs, mostly homages that I saw. One was like, uh, the, there was a mean girls homage when they were at E the way they do like the, you know, the whole cafeteria. This yes, is like, this loved is, that. It was like, like all the girls doing the selfies, all the aunties, yes. all the, the Illuminati. Mm. Illuminantes. The Illuminantes is phenomenal. I'm going to fucking use that when I go home. <laughs> 
Um, and then like, uh, I love that this, this show is both made for a uh, 40 year old gay man and also like 13 year old girl. <laughs> same thing. Same thing. And then there was an adventures in babysitting like homage to when she's like singing like the old, like, uh, like the, like kind of 60s song, just like Elizabeth Shue yeah. did at the beginning yeah. of Elizabeth. I also felt that a little bit when there was the whole bell tower and you know, that dumb yes. kid who was awful falling out. Oh, like the, the, yeah. the, the, the main cover is of her climbing in them, uh, yeah. her and the kids. Like, yeah scaling a fucking no it's doing it's definitely doing its due diligence to to connect with the parents that might be watching this with their kids who are likely that age too because like yeah the whole i think that's why i really enjoyed the second episode but it did feel like semi homage pandering where i'm like wait i'm getting too many of these references and i don't like that it's not the first episode felt like it had its own like universe like its own breath and its own voice yeah and i worry that the second felt a little again the cultural reference is wonderful I think some of the overall tone or focus was like too much like, hey, we also remember the 80s because someone told us to put all these 80s and 90s references in. It was a little odd. I mean, it definitely took me out of the show, but I love that Mean Girl sequence so much. Oh, yeah. That was good. Don't get me wrong. Like everything's everything's really well executed. I just want them to continue to maintain that original like voice that they were having the whole the whole first episode. The other Easter egg, and this is much more Marvel uh, associated MCU associated was uh, Kingo. They actually bring him back uh, when, like, uh, Kamala and Kamran are having that like, cute conversation at that Indian restaurant. And she's like, oh, yeah, I, like, I'm a big fan of Kingo. And then, like, he's like, oh, my mom loves, like, Kingo Sr. It's like, oh, it's the same <laughs> fucking person. Uh, so I love that, like, sort of con- connective tissue with the uh, Eternals. She what? fucking keeps killing it as an actor. Like, I think yeah, all, the, all the actors and actresses are really playing authentically, playing interestingly. Like, it feels, everyone feels really realized, which I really enjoy. I, I had an issue, and it, it also works with this kind of illusion stuff. Did anyone get an um, almost famous vibe from Kamran jumping off that fucking yes. building? Yes, completely. Yes. I am a golden that god. I'll never forget that fucking thing. the stupidest part of this show. I don't understand so why far. they did it. It made no sense. It was stupid. We just needed to see this fucking tween shirtless. Yeah. Very uncomfortable. I didn't like it at all. I, it was it a, felt... It, the weird shirtlessness of it all felt unnecessary. It was unnecessary. Let alone him jumping off a thing at a party he'd known nobody, and then no one talks to him about it. He just <laughs> walks over and talks to this random yeah. girl he's seen for half a second. They did do the Weird scene, as fuck. They did do the scene for scene of her drinking uh, orange juice that had vodka in it, which I appreciated because that was also... a actual scene from the comic books which I, oh yeah that's yeah. right it is uh and one last question is nakia the best character that's is rhetorical that, is that the, is that the uh, fiance no that's the friend who's gonna no, no, run no the best character is the fiance of the brother she's great too oh but best Nik- character love Nik- her nakia running for the mosque board that is was very cool. i love yeah. her yeah she's fine <laughs> the best character is the, the fiance that of fiance the brother. Is really cool. The brother's very cool. Like again, everybody just is really fucking killing. They're on, just they're killing, killing it. on the character work. I think they're all so interesting. Yeah, I, I do want more. I'm excited for next week. Well, the fact that like Sala, also the great grandmother who might be Cree or whatever, that makes the mom's concern in the first episode make a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. It's not just like right. Indian or Pakistani mother like concern. It is like oh like my grandmother was an alien or yeah. whatever, a superpowered, and you can't, I don't want you following that footstep. She left us. Well, and I think that's a really, I think, I hope they build that up, honestly, because I also love the way that the mom, well, they will, obviously, but like, <laughs> I was I, no, no, she never it's, knew. It's she a never drop knew plot line to just time, throw it away. Knew. But no, I, I think what I, to your point, though, what I like about it is that it also gives really good justification for her, continue, the mother continuing to find uh, ways and reasons for uh, Kamala to go do things because I think like 
obviously it's always like fine just one more time but she's juggling like what she's actually worried about versus what she just wants her daughter to have like a good childhood so yeah. I, I like that even more yeah anything else on miss marvel episode no, two let's get it to obi L- were let's- you guys playing that music video earlier uh, Stefani. No, we weren't. But that's I do one like, of my favorite music videos ever. It's a really beautiful yeah. video. Hey, Clark, how'd you get to be I so cool? I think she's more beautiful as a brunette. That we're not watching. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to it. Obi Wan episode five, or is it episode V? Like you know, Star Wars. Yeah. Episode, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. 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 Is that what they say? Sure. Why? What's not? your favorite episode V or episode V I? <laughs> <laughs> I just think of Bart always yeah. like in that episode where it's like wait, Rocky V versus Rocket plus Rocky 7 <laughs> is Rocky 12, Adrian's Revenge. Um, all right, so we get the third sister's secret origin and a flashback to Circa Attack of the Clones with Obi-Wan and Anakin sparring. Tala makes the ultimate sacrifice to help the path escape from the Empire, and it's clear that the galaxy has no child labor laws because Leia's small hands help get the hangar door open. Did her sacrifice matter? Um, Tala. Tala, the the actress I really like. Yeah, Indira Verma. Yeah, so good. It mattered to me. I liked it. You just, liked? Her well, I just dying. wanted to have a talk about it. I don't She's know. got a thermal detonator. Was it, it was like a. It was a little overwrought. I actually yeah, thought. Was. I thought the robot was going to collapse on her, <laughs> and then she just dies. <laughs> of robot crushing. I definitely thought I was like, wait, are they going to go this dark to be like she could have escaped, <laughs> but her fucking best friend tried to protect her, then landed on her. That would have been funny. But it's also I'm too used to her being in Game of Thrones because I was like, what really bad thing is going to happen? I was like, oh, she's just going to die a fucking celebrated hero. That's fine. So let's go back to the third sister. Turns out she's been playing the long game to get revenge on Darth Vader for killing all the younglings in Revenge of the Sith. Her plan almost works, but Vader's apparently known all along. He impales her He impales her with her own lightsaber in a pretty sweet duel. Uh, how'd you all feel about that? I lo- The battle was fucking yeah. awesome. I yeah. thought that was really cool. Yeah, it looked I mean, the revelation of, like, of Reva. I being- mean, we knew that was her from issue episode one. We definitely knew it was her. I, I was- didn't. <laughs> But that's also because I forget whatever happens in the first episode all the time. Oh. I was worried when she was having that conversation with Obi-Wan about like how she's playing the long game and she was going to join the Rebels or the uh-huh. Path or whatever they're called. But I like that she had her own. Like She was like, she's not a good guy. Yeah. It's not an anti-heel turn. She's just in it for revenge. Yeah. And she doesn't care who gets in yeah, her I way. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, I like that her revenge is also killing a bunch of people like her who are also children the same age that she was who right. escaped. <laughs> I yeah. mean, well, again, it go, I think that I actually like that more because it just proves that it's she's still a, a piece what, of shit, like a narcissistic person. Yeah. But it's about her her victory still allows people like there's a general flur- positive flourish by killing Vader. But it's not like she's doing anything for she's not a hero, which I actually appreciate. Right. Because yeah. I would have been annoyed if it was like so undercover. And again, this is how crazy I was. I was watching the sequence and then I was like, that had to have been shown in the first episode or I was like, was there really a clip in Revenge of the Sith where there was a, a like a bunch of kids that got like, because I was like, did they actually just take that footage? And I was like, no, of course they used no. it in the fucking first episode. I'm just blending everything together. Right. And, but they did a little bit of both because they had that scene when like Anakin or as Darth Vader That's before, before yeah. he gets disfigured, the fight on Mustafar, like he and like the stormtroopers come in and they like start killing yes. all the younglings. And it's a really dark scene and not a great movie. It's a good scene though. Yeah. So we got one episode left, uh, and the story is going to take us back to Tatooine, uh, uh, because we see at the end of this episode, a young Skywalker sleeping completely oblivious to what's been going on. How do you think this ends? I hate being on Tatooine, 
but I wish this series had been on Tatooine because <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like it. I don't like it. I don't care. Really? About, I don't care about Leia. I mean, I love Leia baby as Leia. an adult. I don't give three shits about baby Leia at all. I don't Bea. like all this lame Bea. shit. I don't like any of it. But um, this has been the weakest. I, I like this less than Boba Fett. Wow. wow. And, and Ryan Carl's not even here to defend yeah. you. Like, he's going to pull out his lightsaber now next week. Now I have week. to go watch it. No, I, I've been enjoying it. I think it's actually on an upturn. I found myself kind of bored, and I thought this most recent issue, issue the episode, was really good because of the... Hey, the issues are in a couple minutes. I know, so because of the flashbacks, which I thought were cute. Although, my God, and Ryan called this out. Uh, I know he can't be here today, so I have to give him credit for it. Yeah. Hayden Christensen should have used de-aging technology for those fucking scenes. Uh, he looked wrinkled as fuck. He looked older than Ewan McGregor. I don't know what production people would have fucking he looked at that. He hasn't been doing any work. Right. He, well, that's what I'm... No, no, no. I don't know, know what his... I mean, he's still, he looks he's great. Still, yeah, he's still, yeah, he looks great. He's still acting. But I'm like, baby, you can't de-age Ewan McGregor to like... At like uh, prequel trilogy levels and then not de-age fucking Hayden Christensen who looked like a child during the prequel. Here's my no prize explanation that like the, uh, the, the dark him. force is already starting to, you know, uh, like corrupt him. And so he starts looking like, you know, kind of I'll old. As fuck. Well, think about like it's a, like a 30 year old gay man who's done too much, you know, too much Tina or what, uh, like too many party drugs. Yeah, we all know Brent. Go on. <laughs> He's not even here to defend himself. <laughs> He is the yeah. He's the Hayden Christensen of the group. I want to see. I want to see like twenty-five-year-old Amy Sedaris in this. I want, she needs. She needs even aging well, her she technology. That would be fantastic. I want her to be really old. I want her to literally be Jerry she, Blank from Sister with Candy that shows up. So, so they're like she's be- Benjamin Buttoning basically. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, getting yeah. younger throughout yeah. the years. Oh my god! All right, all right. Let's get on with some issues. Our weekly recap of all things X, along with a few of our favorite Marvel house writers and characters. This week we have X-Men Red, number three, and Wolverine, number 22. X-Men Red, number three, Al Ewing and Stefano Caselli. The battle for the planet Arako's seat of loss swiftly comes to an end with Tarn versus Vulcan, Tarn versus Magneto, and Sunspot versus Iska. Storm continues to slay. Wasn't it nice to see everyone's powers thoughtfully leveraged throughout an entire issue of a comic book? Well, uh, every issue is a goddamn banger. Like, it's like... Al Ewing is unleashed. Like, he was good on Sword. He was mm-hmm. gr- really good on Guardians of the Galaxy. This is, like, peak mm-hmm. Al Ewing thus far, even more than, like, Immortal Hulk. Like, I am enjoying this so fucking much. Like, like you know, we had questions of whether is Cable following Agent Brand bl- blindly. Clearly, he's not. Nah. Clearly, he and John Proudstar. <laughs> yeah, my stealth arm. Him, John Proudstar, and uh, Manifold all having that conversation at the beginning of the, of the issue was absolutely well done. The shit with Magneto, I'm like, if you're a Magneto fan, like, if you didn't come at least 10 times during this issue, you have no coming. I'm body. not even a Magneto fan, and I fell in love with exactly what How do you, what do you mean you're not a Magneto fan? Cyclops was right. <laughs> yeah, but Cyclops was right, and Magneto yeah, was Yeah, but also I like right. younger yeah. and hotter. Those two weren't against each other, and <laughs> the which one was right? You like daddies. There. What's wrong with you? Fine, I like them all. <laughs> so you're dating a guy who's. I like daddy boys. Right I like now. daddy boys. I like daddy boys. Dad, like instead of dad. like I like instead of a uh, boy like Lizzo's boys, I like oh. daddies like big daddies like small daddies. Okay, <laughs> let's get beyond this bit. Where you gonna Dragonette did a version of that too. Yes, like I got all the ago. boys. I got yeah, and also what you call it? Did what's his uh, name? Charlie XCX? No, God, boys. No, that doesn't matter. Boy, was it Mika? No, no. What's his name? Oh, Carolyn Harris. Yeah. Yeah, Which was it, the girls. Dragonettes was the spinoff. Oh, yeah, the boys. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those two. Clark, what the fuck did you think of this issue? 
I mean, it was fantastic. Stick to the it, topic. I mean, it just brings <laughs> You're the one who changed the topic. Don't I? Yeah, exactly. You start talking about Lizzo. <laughs> fuck you. And your and your um, vegan daddy, except for your boyfriend. I got younger bigger than daddies. You. I got bigger daddies. I got smaller daddies. Anyways, Back to the issue, please. Um, <laughs> I mean, Magneto is fantastic in it. I love Gabriel Summers. He's terrible and awful and awesome in it. I just love him. Yeah. What'd y'all think of the Iska stuff? Like with I her and Sunspot. Sunspot's brilliant. He's great. Such and the, I, I just, smart. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoy Iska, but I hate Iska. I don't like her powers. It's it, it, it's it's too vague, but also impenetrable well, at the same time. It keeps her but then the he, table. I mean, he did penetrate her, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But not in a way. I don't envision that not happening, but... It, it definitely keeps her two off the table, and they, all they do is pontificate and talk about it. So I love. And we that are, they we have to like action. say like how fucking cool she is because of that fact. Well, that no, she's, um, we say how cool she is because she can sit in a chair with her arch, her back arched out like she's while she's drinking a whiskey or whatever she's drinking. Well, but also, spot. if you saw Iska, wouldn't you say that bitch is cool? No, you yeah, you just look no. at her and go, "I'm beaten." Yeah, actually, I believe that about Clark. He'd be like, <laughs> and just walk away. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Like her powers aren't like about making her like invulnerable or like overpowered. It's just like, she has to be on the winning side. Right. Like she's like, so even if she's like with, like she agrees with Tarn and like she and Tarn have this like longstanding relationship. It's like, she cannot be with him because he is going to lose. Like Magneto won that, right. that duel. So good. So fucking good. Our work was gorgeous. <sighs> just everything about that issue. Really fucking hats. so. And like, it's just like, this and Immortal X-Men is giving me what I want yeah. out of the Krakoan era. Like the kind of the machinations of both the great ring and the quiet council. Like, fuck me. Like, it's just, it's like the, these are like the, like the twin sons of the I'm X-Books. trying to think if there's any like shitty new series that I don't like. It's really, I think strong. all four of the one, how many of them have there? So what are the new ones? Those two Legion uh, of X, Legion of X and X, so Knights of Knights 10. Of, Knights of 10. I think all four are fantastic. And yeah. there hasn't been, if there's any others, there hasn't been a shitty piece in that whole bunch. There and was, I mean, there have been a lot of shitty ones the last four years, whereas of all this. But well, I agree, and those, but like the continuing ones are also really good because, like, yeah. I know we're gonna talk about Wolverine in a second, yeah. which is very enjoyable. I think the last issue of New Mutants was really good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just like it's like I think all the writers just like are firing on all cylinders now. When they got past Inferno, well, and that's <laughs> I think that was it was probably a detrimental holdup to them having to wait for Hickman to wrap up. That's his exactly saga. right. And on the plus side, though, they probably had a lot of time to plan, connect, and make sense. Mm. Because there is a lot of crossover stuff happening that makes me like the fucking eye showing up in the arena. Like they're yeah. they're thoughtfully still threading a lot of stuff that we thought only Hickman could control. But I think basically we spent two years of everybody learning that style, and I think we're getting it. And now we're getting it because nobody's waiting for the next mega the event. Editor Jordan White. It's Jordan White yeah, still. Yeah, and he. Probably He's learned a lot from Hickman slash vice versa in order to make sure that a thousand percent. this is as tight as... I just hope Judgment Day doesn't derail it. Oh, it's going to, baby. Oh, yeah. Judgment Day is going to be garbage. <laughs> God damn you. Yeah, I mean, don't, I don't curse us. That. It'll be good. But it is going to be no, the weirdest I don't, I don't blip and probably mean nothing for anybody after like six I'm months. I'm kind of excited for it. I'm sorry. It'll I'm still be, fine. I'm really not. I don't care about uh, the Inhumans. Yeah. Oh, I do. You mean the Eternals. Eternal. Well, yeah. Precisely. That's you don't care about the Inhumans. That's the problem. That's the problem. I used to call them the Internals. Remember that? You also called them the Externals at one point. Yeah, that too. Which are also a thing, as we've known. Yeah. Wolverine 22, Benjamin Percy, and Adam Kubert. The how and why of the robo-CIA X-Men continues with more Deadpool and Logan shenanigans. A cliffhanger finds us with danger posted up at the old mansion. 
Uh, obviously, like a lot of dismemberment and throwing fucking bodies around. Not a whole lot happened in the issue. What do you guys think? It's very enjoyable, and Adam Kubert's art is gorgeous. Like I like, I mean, like, it's cute. Logan fucking like like decapitating or like yeah. basically cutting Deadpool in half yeah. and then throwing him. Great, <laughs> fucking amazing. And picking him up by literally slamming his car into him and ripping half of his body oh apart. My God, it's great. This is what I want from this book. Um. I like how they're using Blind Al very well and Weasel very well. Yeah. Adding a lot of good stuff to Blind Al. Um, I forgot. I don't remember. What's the deal with this baby? Oh, the danger baby? Yeah. I think they found it, They found them. I don't know what their gender is or if they have one uh, in like that briefcase at the end of last issue. And yeah. it's just kind of running around. Okay, I didn't know if we had... I knew that part, but I didn't know if we had Exposition. a back. Anything... Nah. Not to my knowledge. Like... Listeners, wow, let yeah, us know. Do you yeah. know what I want? What do you want? I want it to be some weird amalgam thing. Remember when Danger and Warlock fucked? Yes. I uh, want something like that. Oh, like they're the offspring? I want some sort of I, weird That honestly mess. wouldn't be the worst idea because it also connects with the larger Phalanx plotline. So I, I would be that. into that. Yeah. I don't want it to just be some other fucking random I just copied myself. Thing yeah. from, <laughs> yeah, bleh. Yeah. Oh, it's just like in Jurassic Park when they like basically. We'll talk oh, about that later. Yeah. Um, Are we going to? Uh, I, we're going to wait for Ryan to talk oh, about it. Oh, I watched saw it. it. Only if you're good. good it's bad. It's good. It's awful. But it's good. It's so bad. It's good. It's no. so oh, bad. How dare you? No, it's not. All right. Well, it's like edit so fast that nothing matters. So nothing matters. Nothing matters. We're going to have a chance to talk about it because you won't be coming. <laughs> Where? I'm coming. No, he's definitely coming. All right. All right. When are I'm, you guys watching it? No, we already saw We it. already watched it. All right. We're not talking about Jurassic World right now, but we. I am very Let's get proud. Let's get. <laughs> no, no, no. We weren't going to do that. It's a remake. No, no, no. It's a news flash. So, um, in Marvel September uh, issues, there's going to be variants with Miracle Man on the cover. I completely forgot that at the end of Timeless, that one shot with Kang, oh. you had the Miracle Man logo show up. Um, I'm just going to say it. Uh, I really hope he doesn't join the 616 because I think it's no, a terrible idea. I don't want that at all. This is going to be like the Sentry Redux yeah, bullshit. Um, completely. Well, and also his whole story has already been told and they literally in like the third, was it the Golden Age? They created like an entire utopia. So it's like, not been told. It hasn't been finished because the Silver Age started right. and then it never finished and they were going to do the Dark Age. But like, yeah, keep going with it. But like, my God, like why after they've done so much from a lore perspective in what happened in his own universe, how do you bring that person? And also Miracle Man, like Watchmen, both are Alan Moore, you know, um, not creation. Miracle Man's not a creation of Alan Moore, but like he's the one who made him who, uh, who he is. They are both like commentary. They're deconstruction of superheroes. When you include them into a traditional superhero universe, it just doesn't work. It completely just falls apart. Like I want, Oh, sorry. No, I just wanted to be separate. I want to see him and Spider Ham in a in a just a buddy comic. That I would read. Just something totally <laughs> fucking oh. off the wall. Insane. Well, friend of the podcast, Steve Fox writes Spider Ham comics. So, oh, there you Steve, go, Steve, if you're Fox. listening, I mean, we're not supposed to give away uh, story ideas anymore. But I just did. <laughs> yeah. take it, take it. Yeah, I mean, I think if they were to use him for a specific like mega event, kind of like they did with the, the. I mean, obviously they're still integrated, but. I did enjoy the Watchmen integration, like 
miniseries essentially what was it the doomsday one? clock yeah, yeah like I, I i go back on that and like i i know i was the one who was like i liked it yeah letting making us read it basically and you and i were the only ones who read it adam um it's a great superman story it is a terrible watchman that's story. a very fair point how it's, do you how do you get watchman back out of it they haven't touched it since they haven't touched They're it since. Like, They're They're they don't know how now. to. They did some weird shit with whatever his name, Firestorm and stuff. And yeah. Ruined right. that character as well. And then just, I, I. It just, it just, it's just. It's it going to be a dud. It cannot work. It what cannot. if he shows up in Judgment Day? <laughs> no, that could easily. It turns out he's case. a celestial. Oh. Girl, a celestial no. Messiah. I don't Please want never write for Marvel, Adam. I don't want any don't of Don't steal these ideas, Steve. Let Fox. him do his own thing. <laughs> All right, so the news of the sequel uh, to Joker, we talked about it a little bit last week, but we found out in this last week, it's going to be a musical with Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn? I mean, it's the good because I, I didn't watch the first one, so I don't have any need to watch the second one when I have less interest because she's in it. Yeah. How dare you speak about my diva like that? Is I that have, your diva? I love Lady What's Gaga. wrong with you? I have more. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone who's on here and um, the little monsters and all this shit, but um, no. I no, don't. little homos. Little homos. No, that's I mean, our fans. But her, her fans are the little I know, monsters. I know. I was little homos. monsters. Who I'm, we know you're I'm out not there. denigrating, <laughs> but I'm. Um, yes. You're just simply saying it's not your cup of tea. Clark, you know you bought a chromatica Strap. Don't lie. No, the only diva that's my diva is Kylie Minogue, and everyone else can fucking die. Kylie Minogue well, is yeah, the best diva what for a sure. Fucking surprise, stuck on the table with these two assholes. Uh, I Joker two bad romance is not something I want to see. <laughs> he, I swear to God, even though Todd, she's in it, I don't like her. But to be clear, I don't like her movies. I like her pop music. I, yeah. I'm fine with some of her stuff. I don't, I don't really hate like. Her. I don't just, like her acting that much. <laughs> It just, yeah, I, I swear to God, Todd, the director, whatever his name is, like, he uh, listened to Bad Romance. It's like, I've she got an idea. Perfect. I've got it's an idea. such stunt casting. That's I, the only reason why I'm into it. I just it. remember when I was on, I w- listened to BBC Radio 1 a lot back when it was on Sirius XM. BBC Radio 10 1. 10 years, 12 years ago. I don't know when the hell it was. Before Lady Gaga got big with Poker Face and all that shit. Yeah. Anyways, so she had an interview with the people at BBC Radio 1 and was just like, her just chill, blah, 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 doing her own thing. And they did it a year later. She and it was her cartoonishly yeah. weird version of what she became in order to become famous. Totally. And it was just kind of an embarrassment. And then that's she was literally six on- years later. I reheard both of them. They did a smash cut oh. together and it's, bizarre and sad don't you remember how much you have to change to become something popular is depressing don't you remember stephanie germanata on boiling points the mtv prank i did i did watch that clip i love that it just makes me sad that you have to be in order to become something you have to just remove who you are well it's clear the director is a big fan of martin scorsese because the first one was modeled after taxi driver people compared it to taxi driver and i was reminded that martin scorsese's follow-up taxi driver was new york new york a musical. It's the one and only time Martin Scorsese has done a musical. So that's got to be in the director's head as well. So whatever. Let's move on. So moving over to Marvel, uh, there's a Thunderbolts movie and they have a director already. I didn't realize this, this was, was going to... This one isn't official yet, but but it's everyone's commented on it to the point where it seems like it's official, but Marvel yeah. hasn't commented on it, right? Yeah, that's weird because like, we were all speculating that's what like Valentina was going to be doing, yeah, like bring right. the Thunderbolts together. Um, and then, you know, obviously with uh, William Hurt passing away, that maybe they do it an inspiration for Thunderbolt Ross. But I didn't know how confirmed it was. But they have a director. But, yeah, because it's but it hasn't. Has sh- he announced it? Has anyone announced it? Who's legit? It's just reports. I mean, I don't, I don't. They're going to be. I don't not believe it. I'm just saying their communications campaign definitely is not activated on this. So I think this was actually like this is actually a leak, and it might even be a real test. It might just be a test leak still. But yeah. they have nothing mm-hmm. prepared seemingly for this conversation because. 
I had thought that it must have been Screen Rant that reported this. Rather. I mean, comicbook.com, yeah, which is same bullshit. Yeah, but like the director is Jake Schreier. Do y'all know what uh, what what else he's done? Robot and Frank. A lot of indie oh yeah, stuff. I told said this. Yeah, I really liked right. Robot and Frank. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. my second favorite movie of twenty blank blank. I mean, I'm happy for Thunderbolts movie. I just wish I'd we'd get some real confirmation. Right. I want a little bit more explanation of what's going to come up because I didn't even think about it. But in She Hulk with them introducing saying to Tanya, right? Yeah. The villain. I don't know. It's like, I always think of... Non-red No, whenever I say to Tanya, I think of the Simpsons. Uh, Tanya. So I was like, that can't be right. But like she, like there's just so many more people in play now that can join this team, which is, mm-hmm. yeah. which makes sense that they might as well bring them back up. So staying from Marvel for a second, uh, they are working on a Wonder Man series for Disney+. Plus. Um, how would this work? Because in the comics... Uh, Simon, what's Simon's last name? Williams. Williams is like a bad guy pretending to be a good guy. Joins the Avengers. He becomes good, but like his brain waves are what like what creates vision. Mm-hmm. So clearly they're not doing that. Like, what would they do with this? Yeah, character? I don't know. He's so tied into the Vision family. Yeah, that it seems weird. He would and be he a- literally doesn't have many real storylines that aren't. I mean, he has his whole he and Beast duo. Yeah, stuff, but. I and mean, they were gay in one storyline in, oh. in a another in the short run of some of you know that thing where they have stuff and it's called Exiles Exiles. Exiles. <laughs> <laughs> like I liked your journey getting there, Clark. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, I can see what they'll probably do, and this will piss me off. It'll definitely piss you off, Clark. Is the, it, like he's like uh, like a Hollywood hero, and it's a commentary on the MCU within the MCU. And it's going to be super oh, meta. No, that's what wrist. he should be. I don't disagree with it. I think that's what he should be. But I just don't want that to be made. Period. And everyone's <laughs> duress, d- desperate for Nathan Fillion to play him, which because you know we had we've had Easter eggs of him before. Yeah. But the man uh, is fifty something, yeah. and he's going to play like the probably besides Thor the bulkiest, and obviously Hulk. Yeah. The bulkiest hero we're going to see in the Marvel universe. I wouldn't be. I nah, wouldn't mind. Nah, nah, nah. I wouldn't mind that. No. No, unless he really does a shit ton of work, but also cut. He needs to be cut as shit. It's fucking Wonder Man. He has yes. to be has to be a superhero and an uh, and an action star in Hollywood. He has to be the Hollywood like what ideal. The that's ideal it. is get and, the guy who Nathan played Philly Johnny Cage from the Mortal Kombat. That, 90s that's the movie thing is that literally lot. he is the Johnny Cage, Cage of. I mean, it's 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 fucking analog. Johnny Cage is probably based on Simon. Prince. I agree with that. Uh, no, it should be Hayden Christensen, but with better de aging technology. No. <laughs> Um, no, I, I, I all will be Nothing forgiven. Nothing against Nathan Villian. I loved him since oh, no, I watched him as, as young Joey getting molested by that woman. And I'm just making it fucked up. And um, <laughs> One Life to Live. Uh, uh, it, he uh, was of age and, and fucking Dorian was a creepo monster. But anyways. But I you're spot on in the, the sense that we mid-90s. all have these illusions of who these people are, but they grew up. Like they haven't, he hasn't done Firefly in years. Like it's not like. Yeah. Like and just, he did he did Castle right. in between that. That's when like, he got like older. And now he's in Rookie. Oh, yeah. He doing whatever. He legit rookie. could have been good for Uncharted. And then they de-aged fucking Nathan Drake to be like 10 years old. So that that way Tom Holland could play him. So like there's no way that they're not going to find a way to make. Especially if it's a Hollywood-based star that they're not going to make it like someone in their 20s. I just want the character to have a mullet like he did in the 80s. And then all will be forgiven. You send them your brainwaves. I bet you can create vision too. There you go. All right. Uh, I'm going to end Newsflash with a little bit of sad news. Uh, Tim Sale, who is a longtime artist, passed away at the age of 66, which is 
super young, in my opinion. He was the artist on Batman The Long Halloween. He did a lot of stuff with Jeff Loeb, actually making Jeff Loeb stories look good. He had this gorgeous, moody style, and the world is a less better place with him gone. I do feel like every month there's like one of these big heavy hitters that's passing away, sadly. That's yeah. why we've been recapping a lot of uh, important passings. Over yeah, the and this one years. was a surprise because I didn't even know he was sick. Like mm-hmm. like George Perez, we knew yeah. for a long yeah, time yeah, he was sick so. and like it was didn't come as a shock. But like, man, oh man, I remember reading Tim Sale stuff. There was a uh, anthology novel series called Thieves World. I think George R. R. Martin worked on it maybe, or maybe I'm making that up. But they did a graphic novel series, and as a kid, I remember picking it up because I was like, oh, it looks so adult. Mm-hmm. And his art was just beautiful and moody. It was all in black and white, and it just he's so fucking tremendous. So really sad. But let's plug. Plug, plug us. Daddy, uh, as always, and Clark, you haven't been here for a while, so if you've got multiple plugs, you can no, them all out. No, I've got one because always, it connects to both worlds. Oh, well, just to give our new listeners <laughs> some idea of what the Are fuck Are there new listeners? Thinking. You know what? We're growing every day. Okay. I'm growing my shorts right there now. There you go. Uh, mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> we like to do Why? Like, What's happening Because you're table? back, Clark. Yeah. I'm really no, happy. No, 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 no. I'm going to push that right back You guys can't see, down. but I'm touching Clark's leg now, and he's trying to swap my hand. Clark, Al, you cut my hand off. Uh, <laughs> we like to do something we call Plug Me Daddy, where each of us gets a chance to quickly <laughs> highlight something that we've read, seen, heard, or experienced. I wanted to share with you our little flaggets. Um, what you guys got? Clark, so one of my place? very favorite things about being in Ireland the last seven years or whatever long I was there, uh, three weeks, four weeks, yeah. was um, I got to watch Love Island from the very get-go. So anyways, Love Island, uh, the American version, you should just... Throw yourself off a bridge if you have to watch that show. It's terrible. UK version is very good. <laughs> if your partner says, babe, yeah. I want to watch Love Island US, and, and, don't even d- wait. Don't respond. Just throw yourself off a no, bridge. No, not in a suicide way. Just in, <laughs> just in a, like, a, like a just give up for take a break way. Anyways, um, this season is fucking fantastic. And the first three episodes are annoying and you'll hate Gemma so hard like I did. But anyways, this one Turkish woman shows up, Ekansu, and she's brilliant. And she's the best thing that's ever happened in television for like the last year so watch it because oh. it comes it's coming on hulu in america on the 19th I oh okay i was just and about to say there you can watch, watch the whole that. thing it's just that i'm watching it two weeks in advance um, um in a in a illegal fashion Ooh. i'm not doing that it's all legal oh. okay. <laughs> but anyways it's great watch that it's stupid and good so it's coming out june 19th and you'll so watch like- the best drama queen do something that's not true drama queeny but is so fucking stealthily amazing yeah so my plug is, so we talked a little bit about Jurassic World, and we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about that because we, we're going to wait for Ryan Krull to be on the podcast so he can give all his Laura Dernness. Resident but I, aficionado. But I watched another movie, which was a, a, a sequel from like many, many years later, Top Gun Maverick, mm. which I went in, it's gotten good reviews, so I was like, I wanted to see it, and I was not prepared at how much I enjoyed it. It is like, it is such a well-done sequel, like... And I'm not, I didn't even like the first one that much. Like, I know it's an iconic movie. It like made Tom Cruise's career. I don't love Tom Cruise that much either. I don't love military porn. Yet still, this movie was so well done. It, it handles like that, the idea of like, I was once like a, like a big deal. I'm getting older. I'm like very much oh, it like, it spoke to you, baby. It spoke, it fucking, <laughs> my, my gray hair it spoke to me. But also, um, in this age of like over CGI, like the effects are all practical. Nice. Like people are actually in those F-18s. Like they actually have Doing like IMAX cameras up there, like filming them. It looks 
stunning. Yeah. Um, and it just made me think that God, if DC ever did it right and did a proper like Hal Jordan story, they should cast fucking Tom Cruise. Yeah. He I was basically playing Hal Jordan as an older guy and like with this whole bunch of new recruits. And the guys are so fucking hot. <laughs> Miles Teller was so like he's jacked now and he looks good uh, with the mu- with the must. I think I, just like mustaches hate him i met him in ireland when i first Tom Cruise moved or miles teller miles teller he's oh. a piece of fucking shit i've heard he's a terrible I person him. like I, the reasons i will never watch that movie i won't support a cult which is what um xenu and the whole fucking brigade scientology, of scientology is yeah. i hate yeah. tom cruise yeah because he's like the figurehead of just like an evil empire so no way i'm doing that um i also have extreme vertigo so every single time i can't watch any <laughs> sort of like stuff in the air i can't watch you know how you can watch like you um, fainted during Captain Marvel. <laughs> when? <laughs> oh yeah, no, well, no. Um, you know when you watch like um, roller coasters going and you yeah. can see them uh, first person. I feel like I'm getting sucked into space. It's so disorienting. Whoa. I absolutely hate it. Like wow. it feels so gross. Yeah. But anyways, fuck you. <laughs> that sounds right. Uh, my plug is for a little app called Dungeon Village Two. I don't know when it came out, but it's by is it free. It's like $2, but it isn't oh, no. free. To, well, it's not because it's not free to play. Is so it like Sniffies? It's $2 two? and you get, yeah, exactly. And you get all of the, you get all the game. And like it was, it's made by Kairosoft. They do a bunch of like small, like run your own video game company, run a bakery, run a this. And so now in this case, it's like running a town. And I don't know. I don't think the mileage is really going to last that long. But when I tell you that my boyfriend, and I've been playing this for fucking like hours on end. I... Like, just go to bed playing it. I wake up playing it. Because when you take out a free-to-play element of mm. a uh, building management sim or, like, a town management sim, it never stops because you yeah. just keep wanting to do more and grow more and you get something new or you got this. So, like, there is a benefit to, like, for people with addictions to have, like, oh, you ran out of energy for today. Yeah, I was going to say, tomorrow. I could not. I would lose my I mind. T- I, I, the worst thing I did is I was going to bed on Tuesday night because I had been traveling for work. So that's how I fell into the trap. I'm like, well, I got nothing else to do. I'm on this plane. I'll play this. And I literally, like, was going to bed and I told Andrew, I was like, you should, you should pick it up. I think you'd really like it. The next fucking morning, he's farther than I am. And I'm just like, you didn't fucking go to bed. And I was like, oh my God, this is the world's worst game for you because you have ADHD. Like, why the fuck did I tell you to download this? How, what, when does it take place and what's the it's deal? It's like a cutesy sprite graphics, like fantasy land kind of thing. You can, like, recruit, like, kung fu masters and vikings and all sorts of stuff to join your thing yeah it's not exactly the most like it's kind of <laughs> it's historically accurate. i don't know why i pulled those up. i was like knights and ma- mages and all this shit but like you build like you build little like weapon shops and then you build all this stuff and you make income and you could go on like dungeon crawls but it's all just idle like tap everything mm-hmm. you're not really doing anything but it's it is literally playing a slot machine but i can't stop playing it because everybody looks so cute and my village keeps growing so i keep nice. doing it love it um all right. Well, that's been our episode. You can find us on Twitter at Homo Superior X and Instagram on Homo Superior Podcast. We've been Homo Superior. It's still Pride Month, so happy Pride, you little homos. <laughs> Thanks and bye. I'm not creeping them out. Bye. I'm not creeping them out. You're creeping them out. <laughs> bye.